calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. What's up, everyone? It's Noah Daniels, and we're here for another episode of the Real Hauntings podcast. All you boo things and bagel boys, you'll be excited for this episode. We've got a special guest podcast joining us. Before we get to that, JJ Cat, how are y'all doing? Good. You're great. I'm, I'm wondering, I am a big fan of bagels, so I guess I'm a bagel boy, but I'm not sure I understand the reference. So, <laughs> well, well, I'm sure some oh, of the people listening do get the reference, so hopefully they'll be excited because it's the Just Ghouly Things podcast with Lily and Rebecca. How are y'all doing? Hey! JJ, you are in for a story of a lifetime. When oh, I cannot wait. If it's a, a crossover story about bagels and ghosts, I'm so excited. <laughs> so I'll have to m- manifest that there will be a juicy story in which Bagel Boy tells me a ghost story. But until then... Or the it'll just be that. Bagel Boy getting ghosted, which from what I've heard seems a lot more likely as the end result. <laughs> I mean, yes. Like, with my... Considering my track record, it's like 99 point, like, and then like one of those nines with a line over it, that means it's ongoing. Like that's mm-hmm. the percentage we're looking at. And that's the ghost encounter regarding Bagel Boy. Okay. I'm, I'm so invested. You guys have no idea. Like I am so invested in Bagel Boy and making this relationship a real thing. I mean, we've had the pandemic. We've had a lot of shitty things. Am I allowed to curse on this? Is no, this is sponsored by Disney. Yeah, you can oh, say whatever you want. I'm totally cursing. So we had such a shitty year. I am so ready for this romantic, like long, long distance, but so close relationship between Bagel Boy and Lily at her job. So Lily, you should like tell them a little bit like about how Bagel Boy came to be a part of our show. Okay, so basically all of this the fact the mere fact that i'm even talking about bagel boy is because over the course of the pandemic um i actually managed to get a new job a lot of people lost their jobs i actually added another job onto my plate and one day i don't remember rebecca do you remember what the first crazy bank story was i think it was it wasn't keith was it it was definitely it was okay so we have this customer and for privacy reasons i call him keith who is just like a character and actually like he you know i'm not able to share keith stories anymore um 
don't worry, I didn't get sued or anything interesting. It's literally the least interesting reason that I'm not able to provide you with any more stories. But that kind of started this whole thing of what crazy shit happens to Lily at the bank today. And a couple, like there, we have a customer who at the time, I actually just called him Bagel Boy because I did not know his name. He deposits for a business. So his name isn't on anything and it's not even his business, right? He just works there. Is the business a bagel bakery or? I'm not allowed to say, but I I mean, no, but (laughs) this is New Jersey. So every business is near a bagel place and his routine for when he does like when he goes out and, you know, goes to his, you know, does the banking for this company is he stops at a bagel place. I work by three. So I don't know. I can't even tell you which one he comes in and he's like, I always say he's an ideal customer because he can get there the same time as three people. He can get there, like send his tube. Cause he only goes, he only does the drive through. He can get there, send his tube to the drive through and have someone come in a second later. And like, he's totally cool. If I do everyone else's transaction before his, because right. he just like noshes on his bagel and stares <laughs> off into the distance and like listens to his music. So Sounds he's like the, the ideal man, actually. <laughs> Clarify that, JJ, you are not Bagel Boy, clearly. <laughs> I, yeah, I wasn't sure if Bagel Boy was like a classification of people. Am I a Bagel this Boy? Is, <laughs> this is a I'm specific sorry, there can only be man. I only have room in my heart for one Bagel Boy. I'm sorry, JJ, I'm sorry. <laughs> I could see you totally just fine. like gnashing on a bagel and not caring what was going on around you. So. I mean... That's pretty much my life anytime I have a bagel in my hand. So, I mean, you can be anyone's bagel boy, JJ. Like, (laughs) oh, you're my bagel boy. Yeah. Look at that. Spoken for bagel boy. No. so. So, basically, the bottom line is that one day I had been working there a couple of months and he let, I was like, all right, like, you're all set. Have a good day. And he, like, you know, took his, like, receipt and he was like, thanks. And I was like, Oh, you're welcome. And of course I had to tell Rebecca about it. And it kind of has been just evolving, I guess, into, I can't even tell you. On top of like our listeners just being obsessed with the love story that is just not meant to be, (laughs) he brought Lily a bagel. Yes. As like a sign of like affection that she cannot really accept but Loki accepts it too. Like she, she, she loved it. She loved it. She ate that up, literally. I did, I literally <laughs> ate it up. I he was eating a bagel one day, staring off into the distance, and I went to like you know send him his goodbye and be like, all right, enjoy your weekend. And I startled him, and he like almost choked on his bagel. That was a close call. <laughs> and I was like, oh sorry, didn't mean to ruin your bagel. Ha ha, enjoy it. And he's like, yeah, let me know if you want one next time. And then sure enough, he just shows up and I'm in a bagel for me. And I was like, This is really a modern day Romeo and Juliet bagel story. (laughs) And it's like the perfect Hallmark holiday movie. Forbidden love in the bank. I mean, it's better. Banking on love. That's what it was called. It was was a Hallmark movie. All right. Trying to find a bagel pun, but you went the right route with banking. A bagel pun. I'm sure we could find one. Anyways, what are we? We're here to talk about. Podcast. Uh, this so, is a bagel podcast. I forgot what we talked about on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. I think sweets and desserts, maybe. 
So you guys um, obviously have a paranormal podcast. It's the Just Ghouly Things podcast, and it's really fun. And I'll let you guys kind of go through and describe it. But I know y'all share stories from your audience. You share stories from online and you share personal ghost stories as well. How long have you all been doing the podcast? Rebecca, um, no, Rebecca can tell you the date and time the first episode was posted. If she had, like, <laughs> I love that. Okay, don't hold me to that because I don't know the exact day right now. But I know it's like in April, so we're coming like on April nineteenth. Maybe that sounds that sounds, sounds right, but don't hold me to it. Um, so we've been doing this for close to two years now. Um, Lily and I have known each other since we were about 15, 16 years old. So we met when we were in musical theater together at a community theater. And we, one thing that we bonded over when we would have sleepovers is watching ghost adventures and just spooky, kooky, ooky shows. <laughs> so years went by, we kind of went our separate ways. Not that we didn't talk, but we just didn't see each other because we weren't in the same production anymore. Yeah, and, and neither uh, of us could drive and Rebecca was like an hour from my house. So she could drive, but I couldn't. And like, it was a whole thing, but like we were still, you know, friends. Like we were on Facebook and Instagram and yeah. all that stuff. So a couple years ago, um, I found out about podcasting and it had already been a thing, but it was starting to become more popular. And we both being in the entertainment industry thought, oh, that'd be cool to do a podcast. And I asked Lily to go out to lunch with me. And I said, look, I think that we should do a paranormal podcast where we talk about everything paranormal from UFOs, conspiracy theories, black eyed Black Eyed Kids. Um, you were going to say the Black Eyed Peas. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> the most paranormal hip-hop uh, hip group. Nice little spin. Um, so, yeah. And so she was like, I'm totally on board. It took a couple months to, you know, get equipment and figure out how to, what an RSS feed was and all that stuff. And then- I still don't know. <laughs> that's my job so, we don't know. That's all yeah, Noah, you, so. you sound like the noah of your group yeah. <laughs> and we're the lilies yeah. <laughs> but yeah so um we just did it just as a way to get together once a week reconnect and do something we loved really didn't think much of it and out of nowhere we just started getting a bunch of listeners that we're sending in stories that we had no idea where they even heard of our podcast because we really weren't marketing it at the time. We had no idea how to market it. And um, that's where we are today. We have thousands of listeners per episode and we're just continuing to build our Boothang community. And uh, we're super thankful for it. Yeah, that's awesome. I think we kind of found a similar experience when we started it. um, Kat really did a good job with kind of a grassroots campaign here locally in Georgia, when we first started with getting listeners and booking our guests, we're like a lot of our friends, we all do improv together and uh, perform together. But once the pandemic hit, we started doing everything over Zoom. And it was a real interesting transition from, I mean, I guess technically we could still interview our friends, but it wasn't as like, we weren't at the theater and people being like, oh, I've got this friend who has a ghost story. Oh, I've got this friend who has a ghost story. So we started pulling people off of TikTok and different things. And then it was just like, overnight same thing we started having thousands of listeners and our, our base yeah. just grew well, people love ghost stories and <laughs> and it's amazing we have like a lot of people in random countries like australia specifically we have a lot of listeners there shout out to our aussie fans um i don't know do you guys see that with your like what's it called you know when you yeah. track demographic we got a couple of notifications saying that we were like in like the top 
50 chart of comedy in what was it South Africa South Africa yeah <laughs> and so I was like never been don't have any relatives there that would like shout us out but like shout out South Africa you guys yeah um, but yeah I remember that yeah going off of what you said though the paranormal is such a it's such a weird taboo topic that you don't normally talk about it's not something you most people don't bring up at parties. We have no problem bringing it up at parties. <laughs> but um, it's something that people kind of keep to themselves. And with podcasts, you're typically listening to it on your commute, in the car, um, working out. So having that relationship with podca- with a podcast that you have a little bit of banter, but you're also talking about spooky, kooky, ooky stories, it kind of feels like you're sitting down having coffee or just having a normal conversation with your girlfriends or, mm-hmm. you know, guy friends. And I think that that's something that we've created in our podcast that makes, you know, you know, like your podcast too, super special. And it really connects with your listeners. And I think that that's kind of like the secret the secret sauce to what has made our podcast successful. Um, And then during the quarantine, Lily and I did a quarantine spooky story special. So every single day that both Lily and I were in quarantine, we would do an episode. And so we did this because we knew a lot of people were working from home or they weren't working. They were single, living by themselves, made feel super lonely and kind of need to have someone that they feel they can talk to or listen to for at least an hour a day. And we had the time and we love <laughs> checking out ghost stories. So we did that. And we had an amazing response from that as well. Awesome. And that, I want to say that was all Rebecca. Again, it was like the genius brain of Rebecca saying, listen, why, you know, like, we're going to get it. Yes. Round of applause for That's Rebecca. Awesome. If you edited a video every single day during quarantine, I could not have done that. So yeah. not a video, but a podcast episode. To be fair, a lot of what we did with the quarantine spooky story specials, we left it very raw. So there were times where we would flub words. And even with episodes we have now, we really want to make it authentic. We're not trying to make it like certain podcasts that no shade to them are very like robotic, computerized, like perfect diction, everything. That's not what we are. We yeah. want this to be a fun podcast where, yeah, it's okay to screw up. Like, we're not perfect. We're not trying to be. We just want to have a fun type of environment for our listeners. So that's kind of what we brought to Just Bully Things during the quarantine spooky story special as well. Say no shade, but uh, definitely throwing some shade out to NPR. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Um, yeah, so you both believe in the supernatural. So our thing is that we are all skeptics who want to believe in the supernatural. And so we've all, and we've all kind of had varying levels of experience, JJ being the smallest level or least (laughs) level. I don't, shouldn't say small. That sounds negative. Um, (laughs) But um, I would say JJ is kind of the most hardcore skeptic out of our group. And then Kat and I kind of go up and down on the scale where we fall, but we're all kind of around a five to seven now, I would say. I mean, JJ and Kat can, well, That's maybe. high. But Kat, I did seven one episode. <laughs> might be at a seven. We're, we're more. Look, high. we'll start an episode and Kat will be like, I'm a three. And then by the time we get to a wrap up, she's like, I'm a nine. And then she's like, you know. <laughs> being you absolutely believe in ghosts and zero being like, no. Well, did yeah. you guys ever watch Ghost Hunters? I've seen some, yeah, yeah. Okay, so is, is that like the like kind of real life they go out and like try to find ghosts? Yeah, Jason mm-hmm. Mraz, Grant Wilson, they're like the top paranormal investigators that are on TV. Okay, um, yeah. that was kind of one of the first shows that I watched growing up that made, and I think I could 
speak for Lily as well with that, saying that was one of the first shows that really got us interested in the paranormal. Mm -hmm. The facts that they brought up that they're also skeptics. They, They believe in the paranormal, but they, whenever they go into a house, they go into it with skepticism of, okay, there's always... There's always an explanation. And they're actually, they used to be Roto-Rooter plumbers. So they would go into a house and if there was creaking in the floor, they would try to look for a foundational reason why, like not automatically that it's ghosts. So it kind of, it gave that like even balance. Like it's not automatically, oh, you hear a creak. Oh, that's, you know, the lady that died in the attic. It's it's (laughs) logical. But what Jason Hawes would say is that, yeah, 85% of what people call paranormal can be explained logically. But it's that 15% that we're still trying to figure out. And that's what's not normal. Paranormal doesn't necessarily mean just ghosts and that it's just a a, a smoky-like figure. Paranormal can be just things that are not normal in our everyday society. And modern science has not found uh, evidence or a, a solid theory on what it is. And that's what we like to explore in our show, too. Yeah. Well, in that sense, I mean, like, you know, you'd have to believe in the paranormal because there yeah. is there's definitely irrefutably things that like we just don't have explanations for. I mean, we hear it all the time on this podcast, uh, which, you know, doesn't necessarily mean that it's a ghost, but just that we don't know. Yeah. Uh, and if you're a boothang listening to this, just to clarify. So our format is we bring guests on like Rebecca and Lily, and then they tell us their ghost stories. And at the end we kind of wrap up and see if the ghost story was enough to convince us that ghosts are real. Um, shocker, spoiler, we haven't been convinced yet and we're like 100 episodes. <laughs> Ooh, I love that one. That was a challenge. <laughs> I, I was going to say, because it's so interesting, if JJ misses an episode and it's just Noah and I, we, our arms are so twisted by the end of it. We're like, done. Yeah. We totally <laughs> and you can see Kat and I's eyes just getting bigger and bigger and we're like fighting to get in to ask these questions. <laughs> on or someone and we're like you're describing us to a t or like that's our grandma or whatever (laughs) look at jj's face right now that's why he had we need him on the podcast to level us definitely been episodes where jj's like wow like he's moved a little bit oh for sure for sure Um, i mean i was at i would say when we started this podcast on like the scale of one to ten i was a very hardcore zero or like point two or something and now i'm like a five because so many people have like told us stories that you know either they're really convincing liars or like something really weird and unexplainable happened and like we're not experts obviously we have no experience in the paranormal world um or ghost world or whatever it may be but like you said earlier it's just another way to connect to people because everybody has these questions but we don't talk about it that much like i'll bring it up anytime probably at the wrong time but (laughs) Um, it's just so interesting because it's like my whole life childhood, even though I grew up in the church, they'd be like, you know, oh, well, that's so far-fetched and so unreal, like family, friends, that kind of stuff. Like mm-hmm. we, it would just be some goofy Halloween topic, right? Yeah. You'd be like shamed if you actually believed in it. And I'm like, yeah. in the church, you believe in like the Holy Spirit and all, and like talks about mm-hmm. mediums in the Bible. So it's like, why don't we delve into that stuff more? Because people are terrified of what they'll find out or they're scared of it or I don't know so this podcast has been pretty cool and we're just about a year old or we've passed our year mark right Noah yeah we're I think like a year and maybe three or four months something like that now 
Oh, well, happy belated anniversary. Thank you. Thank you. It's been quite the ride. Um, and it's been so fun uh, just connecting with fans and hearing how they experience what we experience from our guests is, is always really interesting, especially like the medium episodes, because I, I don't, I always feel like I believe it when they're on. And then when I'm editing, I'm like, am I just getting sucked in, you know, when I'm listening <laughs> back to everything, but there are times where they hit us with like super personal stuff to the point where like, I've been like, no, no, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. No, <laughs> <laughs> never heard of that relative before. Just denied. denied. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not me. What? Yeah. Um, but anyway, so Lily and Rebecca, I would love for y'all to share some of your personal ghost stories with us. I don't know who would like to go first, but we'd love to hear from y'all. Yeah, this is your chance to convince us. Give us your ghost story. That'll shake our world up. <laughs> oh my God, Rebecca, you start. I'm trying to think of mine. Okay. Okay. I'm putting Lily on the spot right now. Okay. So I have a couple. So strap in everyone for a crazy ride. So my first memorable paranormal experience. So every Halloween, the week before Halloween, my mom and I would go with her girlfriends to Salem, Massachusetts. So this story gets me. I didn't want to interrupt, but I fucking love this story. It freaks <laughs> me out. So every, every, that, that would kind of be like our Halloween tradition. So I got into the paranormal pretty early but not really understanding the paranormal either like I was like eight or nine but I loved reading the uh those stories what are they called the scary stories to tell in the dark yeah. that whole series my childhood that I think I think that was like my first book I actually read in full so you would I, read them before you go to sleep though right of course that was the only way I could fall asleep and courage the cowardly dog on replay oh, hell no. how else could I fall asleep right so um <laughs> how scary that cartoon show was i think i tried watching it the other day not the other yeah. day but that show time. was just a whole fever dream whoever wrote that literally was on the craziest psychedelics and i want to know yeah. what they were on one of the few things that i would pack on my trip was i would always bring my scary stories to tell in the dark books mm-hmm. and then my other clothing whatever so we go into our hotel room and this is the first time we've ever stayed there and we look out the window and of course, our view is of a lovely cemetery that is on the property. Nice. What could possibly go wrong, right? What could <laughs> possibly go wrong? <laughs> so, we're putting everything away. And I put my books on this ottoman that's right next to the window. And this window, it was just a window, had no patio, no deck, nothing. So I put my books aside and my mom's like, all right, Beth, let's go get something to eat. We just had a long ride and then we'll come back and we'll put everything else away. That's fine. So my mom opens the door for me. I get behind her. She closes the door. We leave. We have our lunch. We come back. And the first thing I go to is my books. My my books aren't on the ottoman anymore. And I'm like, mom, where'd you move my books? Uh She's like, I I didn't move them. Like she, again, I was the I was, you know, the first one to leave, but she was right behind me. When I entered, I was the first one in and she was right behind me. Where do they go? I look on the windowsill. The three books are lined up on the window. All right. So you would think, oh, you know, maybe someone came in and had to clean up whatever. Yeah. Called the front desk. No, none of the housekeepers were there because it was off their like check-in hours or whenever the housekeepers, they were done for the day at that point. So they wouldn't have... They wouldn't have been in the room anyway, especially because they won't allow you to check into your room if the room hasn't already been made. So there would be no reason for them to be in that room. 
Upon further inspection, when I actually go to grab the books, I notice that there is handprints and a nose print looking into the hotel room. Oh my gosh. Like on the glass on the window? On the glass window looking in. Now this again, didn't have a patio, didn't have a deck. What floor? The eighth floor. Oh my gosh. And this is the same view that is overlooking a cemetery. So that was like the first real paranormal experience that I ever had that definitely made me a believer. Were the books books facing out like this, theoretically, this ghost came to the window and was like wanting to read the books so they'd be facing him? The title of the books, like the cover were facing inside the room. Okay. If anything, he was like reading the description on the back. Maybe you want to see the first. You know, you had three options. So um, yeah, that was like the first real experience. And then my second one, I'm going to talk about the shadow person, Lil. Okay. Wait, so, before you talk about the shadow person, I just want to ask a few more questions about Oh, them. of course. So I'm like, are you, I mean, I'm the type of person where I will be like, oh, I put this thing here. I'm sure of it. And of course it's like nowhere near there. And like, you know, I don't know. Our roommate has found like my wallet in the fridge before. Um, so <laughs> I, I don't know. Are you like that type of person where you kind of lose track of where things are? Especially your books? To be honest with you, like, you know, I'm eight, nine years old. You would think that that would be something that would be a logical explanation. But I specifically remember putting them on the ottoman, specifically specifically because I was going to read on that same ottoman. So I want to keep it there so I could just sit my book down and then read the book. And I've always been a child that keeps everything orderly. I just was raised that way. So I always knew where everything was. Um, so that was definitely something that I would have known. And my parents wouldn't have BS me about that. Um, they wouldn't have moved. And my mom wouldn't have moved anything. If she had, she would have said it. Um, and again, I was, you know, as soon as we left, she was nowhere near the books. She was by the front door and said, hey, Beck, let's leave. All right. Close the door right behind me. And then I was the first one to enter the room. And that's when I realized that the books were moved. I like the idea of like your mom playing the really, really long con. Like she had the fire department come and smush their face up against the window. <laughs> well, I I have to agree. Like, Rebecca, I'm trying now to like picture your mom like being like, no, Rebecca, like, I didn't touch those. And she would not have been able to keep that act up for longer than five minutes. Exactly. My mom is a horrible liar. Like she can never, I'm an April Fool's baby. So no one could really play pranks on me. She also just messaged me like just now as we were, as you were telling your story, she messaged me. You know, we're recording an episode and she just loves to apologize. It's insane. She talks to, she talks to Lily more than she talks to me, but okay. I actually think. She is the funny one, right? So (laughs) that is true. That is true. Uh Oh my god, now my mom's messaging me. Fucking le- I'm so popular with mothers and not women my own age. <laughs> JJ too. <laughs> That's actually uh. very true. My mom likes him more than me, for sure. <laughs> so yeah. Rebecca, you now is this the trench coat shadow person or is that Lily? Yes, that it has- is. Okay. That's yeah. her shadow person. So growing up, my house was technically on a strawberry fields farm type of area, what I found out. And not that my house was built during that time, but it was originally a strawberry field and then they built on that. So I think my house was built in like the 1940s, 1950s. Don't know the full history of my house. I know Mickey Rooney would go there a lot. Don't know. It was weird flex, but okay. 
has a <laughs> story, but just had to add that in there. Um, but growing up, I just would have this one corner of my room where it was the mirrored closet and then my dresser drawer was right next to it. And I would always mentally see a man with a trench coat, kind of like an Abe Lincoln looking hat, like a top hat, mm-hmm. about six feet, six foot two tall. And he would just be staring at my bed, which was kind of catty cornered in the opposite side of the room. And he would just stare at me. And I didn't see eyes, but I just knew that this guy was staring at me. But never once while I grew up did I ever feel threatened. I never was scared of it. I just knew that it was there, but I knew it was never going to hurt me or bother me. So I just would acknowledge it and like continue to go to sleep. Looking back, I don't know how I did that, but being a kid, you're naive. You don't understand what that could possibly be. Yeah, you can. And so it was weird. But um, one day, um, my mom, was it, was it my mom that reached out to me first? We were, t- we were talking about something and the conversation came up and I was like, mom, do you ever see anything like random in the hallway? Because my bedroom, there's a hallway in between my bedroom and my parents' room. And she was like, what makes you say that? And I was like, I don't know. Sometimes I get this feeling that there's like a guy in like a trench coat and a top hat. Well, I didn't say that. I said, I see a guy, like a black shadow, just staring at the corner, in the corner of my room. And she goes, really? And I was like, yeah. And she had this look on her face. And I was like, why are you giving me this look? And she goes, because a couple of nights ago, I woke up out of sound sleep and I saw a shadow come from out of your room go into the hallway, go into the bathroom and close the bathroom door. And I thought it was you because it was super dark, but it was like 20 minutes and you didn't come out. So I opened the bathroom door and the light was on, but you weren't in there. And so that was really, really weird for her. And she just thought maybe she like kind of was like half asleep and then actually woke up and then thought she was still, she was awake, but was just dreaming that. And so she just tried to come up with a logical explanation until I had said, have you ever seen any kind of like shadow figures or anything weird in the house? So she goes, all right, Beck, you draw what you see and I'll draw what I thought I saw. And so we both weren't looking at each other's papers. I drew distinctively the broad shoulders, the top hat. And again, I actually didn't say to her, I just said, I saw a a figure of a man, a shadow person. I didn't explain any of the distinct features that I saw, but I incorporated that into my picture. And I said that he was like about six foot two. And I compared it to kind of drawing a stick figure of me just to give like a distinction in height. Mm -hmm. And so when we were both done with drawing our pictures, we turned around and we both drew practically the same exact being that we had seen. And me than than the than the scary book story and we actually have this picture on our instagram um so you can follow us and check it out at i'm about to pull a things podcast (laughs) so um yeah you can totally check that out on our instagram um it's it's a weird it's a weird situation it was too coincidental for it to be you know by the way when i I was listening to y'all's first episode it so reminded me of the origin of our podcast because we had a running bit 
forever and we'll still go back to it sometimes where jj will say email us at real hauntings podcast <laughs> and you guys doing that like i got i got like almost like sensory chills because it was like i was like oh my gosh this reminds me so much of like what we like to do on our podcast well this is what rebecca sees when we do our shout outs like when we do zoom episodes and she's like email us i just believe this podcast gmail.com <laughs> like that this is her view at the end of every episode for our <laughs> listeners that's lily's forehead that we're seeing <laughs> yeah. isn't it beautiful <laughs> a little bumpy uh you guys but, are uh, funny well rebecca so did you continue to see that shadow man or did that experience end when was the last time that you saw the shadow man it's really funny that you asked that because looking back i don't think i ever I don't think I ever saw the shadow person again. I think it kind of liked the sense that it was being acknowledged. And then once there was that acknowledgement between both of us, it kind of just dissipated. It could have still been there, but maybe me acknowledging it subconsciously, like I just pushed it to the back of my mind and I didn't let it, like I just didn't think about it. But yeah, after that experience, I never, and it was weird because again, like I don't think that my eyes were physically seeing the shadow person but my mind was able to see it like exactly where it was. And I was able to visually, like in my head, I was able to see exactly how it looked. It was like, I knew that it was a person at one point or like it was, it was something that was living, but not living, if that makes sense. Um, but like, again, I did not, I never felt threatened, anything like that. And so I had that experience, thought it was just kind of a one-off thing. And then when we were doing this podcast, we were finding topics to talk about. I found out that there is a shot there is shadow people there's the the, the hat man and yeah. that is something that a lot of people have experienced and there's different theories of what these beings are and more specifically when when uh when we were in the pandemic like when everything first started shutting down we were getting a lot of emails mm-hmm. saying that people were starting to have these shadow people in their dreams and it was all random listeners um so I remember that. Yeah, it's interesting kind of maybe it's stress related why these shadow these hat men or these shadow people come into play. Um, but it was just a very weird coincidence of how we were getting listeners telling us they were having the same experience I had all around the same time during this pandemic. Yeah, we've had that um the ghost there or the shadow man come up as like trench coat man, uh to- we've had top hat before, like a cowboy hat once. Um, he's always appearing in different forms, or maybe there's just different versions of them. And why is it always a man? Who Very are fashionable? They? Yeah. Well, okay. So I have kind of an interesting thought. When you said, "Cat, why is it always a man?" Something just clicked for me. Okay. We have an ongoing joke on our podcast about how whenever you see a like a ghost of a woman, it's always a woman in white. Oh, so yeah. my guess is that it's like, okay, guys, I'm having a breakthrough right now. What if <laughs> they're like counterparts? Like, uh, I know that's 100% not can't. the case, but like, what if like that's the hot, like the spooky kooky ooky love story we didn't know we needed? Yeah. Like if there's a, they're just looking for their women in white. We've had a couple <laughs> stories with women in white. That's true. They're always in white. Oh my God. You guys like. I'm sorry that like the listeners right now aren't in the Zoom room for this creative genius <laughs> that's happening, but at least you're here to listen to it. That's all I have to say. I mean, Honestly, Shadow Man is done. 
Big Little Boy is done. And now, <laughs> now it's Shadow Man only. He can't go see He's already a ghost. I just got. I just got spooked by my couch's shadow on the wall. So that's <laughs> I could so spook by that stuff. Also, I was scanning your Instagram to look for that picture. I haven't found it yet, but I did. Oh, find it's way one. down. Yeah. Well, I, I, I went all the way to the bottom, um, but I didn't look at every single picture. I just kind of like did it quickly. Mm-hmm. But I did see a text message about a butt ghost tattoo. If you reach a thousand followers. Now, did this happen? Oh, I think it was. Okay. By, if it was like if we reach a certain like a thousand followers like in a month we'd get the ghost butt tattoo. Uh, it was like a okay. timestamp that we unfortunately didn't meet. Oh no, <laughs> Lily, I am totally down for you to have another challenge for that because I want to. Are you gonna be in the challenge too, or is it just me? That's all you. I'm naked. I'm naked. I'm a tattoo virgin as of now. I you had those temporary tattoos at one point. I could get, yeah, I could get a temporary tattoo of ghost on my ass. That'd be pretty I'll awesome. just, I'll get one and I'll come over with a Sharpie and we'll have Mike do like a side-by-side. Just yeah. kidding. Never going to happen. But <laughs> imagine if it did. Like you both get a, a ghost that's high-fiving and when you're standing next to each other. Oh, that's fun. Rebecca, what if we got them like right here? And we could, I love like, that. Yeah. We could look that. Oh, that's cute. That's fun. <gasps> or one person get the lady in white and the other person get a shadow man. And then, oh my god, done. Name a more dynamic duo. I'll wait. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Yeah, you and JJ should do that too. I think we'll uh, we'll get a group tattoo for you all. And have people decide who's going to get the tattoo. Oh, great. (laughs) Well, speaking of shadow people, I also had an experience. Mine was when I was a child. um, And I know most of our listeners have heard this, but for people who are maybe listening now for the first time, I was playing hide and go seek at my friend's house. His house was, or yeah, was an antebellum mansion. Like it literally took up the entire block in our town. It had an elevator in it. Um, yeah, it's crazy. I'm pretty sure it was also like built by slaves. So it probably had a bit of like a dark history as well. Yeah. Um, and I would stay over there all the time. And like the elevator would just randomly turn on at night and go up and down and open. And it was super spooky sometimes. But anyway, we would play this version of hide-and-go-seek where everybody would hide, one person would be it. But the difference between regular hide-and-go-seek is you couldn't move once you hid, and we would turn off all the lights. So I was it. Um, We were in my friend's room. Everybody was hidden. It was me, him, and his sister was, like, close to our age, too, and her friend. And I think we were, like, uh, between 8 and 10. So I see one of them run across the room and I literally, I was like, ha, cause you can't do that. And so I went to just like slap their, like just like hit them in the chest, like really hard or their back or something. And my hand went right through them. And then they like oh, no. turned and looked at me and their eyes were like reflective red and everybody in the room screamed and we, tr- and like, it just like disappeared and we turned on the lights. We ran into their playroom uh, and like just sat in silence for like an hour. So you weren't the only one in that room. So Right, and we still talk about it to this day. My my friend Bill, we usually go to like a concert every year um, pre-pandemic. And the first thing we always talk about is like, you remember that ghost? And I don't think he knows that like we have a ghost podcast now talk about the story all the time. But... <laughs> But yeah, so that that was kind of my introduction to ghosts. And then I also had this thing where I woke up during a storm and it was like from a lightning flash, I saw this woman's face like right in front of my face, like screaming. 
but that's then like in- my biggest fucking fear. That's also why, like, I don't look out windows at night because I'm terrified there's just gonna be like. But you're just gonna say in general, yeah. like, like, I- like eyeballs just staring back. Yeah. I have that fear. Well, so wait, it was like a flash of lightning, and it was just like face. And yeah, then so the thunder, I assume, probably woke me up, and then I saw a lightning, and it it was just this like uh, oversized ghost woman's face, like screaming at me. I don't know when I, when I took basic, like I was a psych major major in college and they said that like, there's a phenomenon that can happen sometimes when you're woken up sudden like that and there's lightning, you can see like projected images. So that may have just been what that was, but yeah, I've had a couple of like kind of spooky instances. I'm still not a hundred percent sure if, they were real or even happened even though i can remember them but like the ghost going through the hand i've told that story so many times that i'm not sure if i've built it up through telling it or i'm remembering the actual memory but i know other people experience that same experience so i feel like it has some credence but yeah it's it was pretty creepy the thing that's funny to me about that hide and seek story is when we were first starting this podcast, we were kind of worried about like, you know, are we going to find people who actually have interesting ghost stories? Uh, like we had no idea that, you know, 80% of our theater friends uh, <laughs> apparently have had ghosts in their lives. But uh, Noah told me, he was like, well, I had like this one thing happen when I was a kid, but I don't know, it's kind of lame. And I I don't think it probably wasn't even a real ghost. And I'm assuming it's going to be some bullshit story. And then he's like, and then we all saw it in screen. That's the kicker at the end, really, is that the fact yeah. that it was not just him there. It was other people that could yeah. say that they saw that as well. Well, and I mean, the same with your story about your mom also having seen, I mean, not this the same thing at the same time, but saw uh, this thing that, you know, really tracked with your story as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, that always gets me when a guest is like, you know, telling the story and I'm like, okay, that could have been anything. And they're like, and then my friend saw it. It's a validation, really. And then the ghost texted me. Yeah. (laughs) And we've actually had a weird thing. um, And I'm filling Lily. So where you can think of your ghost story. Um, We had a weird thing. I completely forgot. (laughs) (laughs) We had a weird thing happen on our podcast and it's happened a couple times. And I think even last week I had somebody message us on Instagram saying they heard the ghost again, but where we have had this ghost talk into our post or, you know, I put ghosts in quotations. It sounds like a, a woman whispering into our podcast and it's super creepy. We had this medium on her name's Amanda. Um, she's like 19, I think from TikTok, and she got a lot of TikTok fame. She wasn't, like a ghost person on TikTok. She just shared a ghost story on TikTok and then it blew up and we brought her on and it turned out that she had a bunch of stuff happen. But basically she's one of those people that see ghosts everywhere all the time to the point where she's like opened doors for them thinking it was a real person. And people were like, what are you doing? What the hell? <laughs> yeah. To like fathom in our mm-hmm. brains. Like, yeah. And Kat is really good when we have people on that have like these medium powers or they see ghosts of being like at the end being like, well, would you mind like doing a reading on us or do you see anything? And like a very nice way that doesn't feel forced. And Amanda told Kat and JJ, oh, well, there's been an old lady right behind you this entire podcast. And so, you know, we all reacted. It was fun, whatever. And then somebody messages us 
like a couple weeks later, oh, hey, did you guys hear the ghost voice like right after she said that in the podcast? And we were like, no. And I went back and listened to it. And I was like, oh, yeah, there's something there. And then we shared that a couple times on different episodes. One JJ's brother came on who is like, if you think JJ's a skeptic, his brother is like a negative 20 zero like it, it was intense <laughs> but it was really fun in this podcast now yeah. <laughs> and so we played that for him and then sure enough the voice came back after we played that for his brother and so it's just happened a couple times but i was going to share that with you guys and then after that lily we'll jump into um your ghost stories if oh yeah okay. i was gonna say we should play it for them and see if anything happens yes i i'd like to hear it please also we've had two episodes where so, and the, our first one was in person where someone has been like, Catherine, there's a someone, there's a lady behind you. And I have not, I've had so much, I've never felt so much fear just like coursing through my, That's I would just horrifying. shit my pants. Like, yeah. oh, for sure. And, then and, then. Like this, and I'm like, okay, I can get through this podcast and then I'm leaving this room. <laughs> I mean, but it makes sense that this happens though, because we really are inviting all different types of energies when we're talking about the stories, we're bringing up history. I yeah. mean, it, it would be, it's it shouldn't be a surprise when you do have situations like that happening right except we're all skeptics so it's super free <laughs> <laughs> well then they have more to prove they're like yeah. oh there's exactly. a skeptic in this house let me change that right quick all right i'm gonna play this let me know if y'all can't hear it okay and she was here the whole time and you're just now telling us <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was still like such a, a yeah like that that's interesting I have a friend who's a witch, and I was like, listen, so there's this thing in my mantle. Now what? Turn this this off now. During episodes, and when I am, it really gets me. I just feel like we hurt. We We did hear a very creepy whisper. Oh, I don't want to talk about it. Oh, my God. No, 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 no. So the weird thing about that last one is, you know, I mean, granted like this is a podcast over zoom and over like different microphones and sometimes people call in on their phone sometimes people call in when they're outside um so there's like all sorts of like weird audio things that could happen and we've always only heard that kind of whispering thing as like you know after the podcast has been recorded and we're listening back to it and Noah's editing it and finding those noises but that last one, Kat and I both heard very audibly in the moment, and it sounded in their room, like like coming from within our room. Uh, which, that was pretty freaky. I'm literally gonna hear that sound when I close my eyes tonight because the fucking light, my fucking nightlight. I don't know if you guys know this. I'm afraid of the dark. My nightlight is out, which means I'm gonna be sleeping in pitch black, and I'm just gonna hear that like. <sighs> but honestly i just got spooked listening to that compilation i didn't realize you had them we were playing them all at the same time and i oh i understand that though are you gonna sleep with your lamp on probably oh 100 percent yeah that would be a good because i see you on tiktok that could be a cool like tiktok post like (laughs) oh you know ghost caught on podcast I don't know how TikTok works, but I can imagine. Yeah, I tried to like get our podcast out there on TikTok. It's a hard thing to use. You're like, do you do your face? Do you do the the clips from the podcast? Do you try trends? Mm -hmm. I'm so bad at it, but eh, algorithm man, it's it's so the algorithm is so weird with social media nowadays. I'll put like one on TikTok and it'll get like three likes, and I'll put it on Reels on Instagram, and it's just like 
So I don't know. Overnight, the stupidest one will get like three thousand views, right? I don't. I know. spend more time on Reels than I. Well, I don't have a TikTok, so there's really no alternative. But like, yeah. I get lost on Reels. Mm-hmm. It's the same. Well, we need to just put JJ in some booty shorts. I think that's the TikTok formula. Oh yeah, and just do like there's yeah. a lot of this on TikTok. <laughs> They're well, in the dances. There's a lot of this. JJ that you might want to learn there's this move and then there's like the one where you just like bang on your hip bones for no reason I have the WAP is still very popular on TikTok so I am totally down to see JJ doing the WAP yes I do have like an undiagnosed medical condition where I have absolutely no rhythm I don't. I don't know how well that'll out of here. Out, I didn't but... know where that was going. I was like, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna play one more clip for you guys. And I was like, JJ, sweetie, what's wrong? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm gonna play one more clip for you guys just to give you perspective of how all that came to be. So I'm gonna play you Amanda's kind of scary clip, just so where you kind of get an idea of who she is. And for people listening who haven't heard this, um, you can listen to Amanda's episode. It's called. It's called something like the exorcism didn't work or the exorcism failed, something like that. So she really wanted to get to the bottom of it. And I was sitting on her bed one night and she was sitting in a chair across the room from me. And I was watching TV and I could see the back of her laptop screen said Toshiba on it. And I got up from the bed and walked up to the footstool. And I looked at my mom and I said, mom, he says, don't do it. And she says, don't do what, Amanda? She was so sick of it. I said, she says, don't you dare call a priest. And my mom was actually searching a priest to come and bless our home just to kind of knock that out if that was what was really happening. Wow. So it wasn't until that moment that my mom realized somebody was standing behind her, reading her computer screen, telling me what she was seeing. Oh, my God. You said you were four or five at that time? Yeah, I was four or five. So I've had people, when I started sharing this story, a lot of people were saying, well, like, you probably read the computer screen. Like, I couldn't really read at that point, or I didn't even know what a priest was. So that was when my mom was really realizing what was happening to me. And so basically, she goes on to tell the story, too, where her mother and brother, I believe, went to the church and got holy water and like a Gatorade bottle and then came home and started blessing the home. And so Amanda had this demon named Jay that was like in the home terrorizing her. And so Amanda starts walking behind them going, don't you fucking do that. Don't you fucking do that. Like as like an eight or nine year old, like crazy stuff. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. When you were playing back the audio of the, the voice in, in the, um, in the MP3s, I noticed that, I don't know if this is just my head, but I feel like the voice sounded the same in all of them. Like it's the same. It sounds very similar. Yeah, yeah it, it really does. Sound does. Pretty consistent. Yeah. So clearly, I is mean, it would, it, would it be on yours, JJ and Kat? Is it like, do you think it's from your end? Yeah, because it came from in their room. I mean, they heard it audibly in their room at one point. And, and, and she said that there's the old lady behind them too at one point. And it yeah, now feminine. Yeah. Now, I'm picturing the nun from the fucking Conjuring for some reason. Stop, <laughs> Don't you dare. Now we're going to have to sleep with our lamp on. <laughs> uh, uh, welcome to the party. <laughs> we had um, Jojo Wright on from iHeartRadio, and he's a big DJ in LA, and he has his own ghost podcast, Paranormalish. And he looked, he looked right at me in the Zoom, and he was like, 
Noah, I'm asking you right now, are you putting that ghost noise in your podcast or is it real? And I was like, it's real. It's not, I mean, yeah. as far as I know, I'm it's curious, not real. I'm yeah. curious if anything will pop up in this episode. Cause now I'm terrified that that noise is really this, like, I mean, I, I try to talk, I try to talk nice about her. If she's living here, that's great. We've had someone else tell us like, oh yeah, she like goes through the walls and, you know, haunts the whole place, but, <laughs> but she's nice you know, she's yeah. cool. And so I'm trying to be like, it's okay if you stay here and you obviously want to be a guest on the podcast. But as you know, Well, your roommate has heard ghost voices, right, Kat? He does talk about how he hears like whispers outside of his door, but he also lives at a win- like right at a window where there's talking yeah. outside. We're like in this townhouse complex. Oh, gotcha. But Sometimes they'll be like, yeah, I heard you walk down the stairs. I thought you were standing outside my door last night, but I go to bed at like 930. I was like, I was not outside your door at 3 a.m. Yeah. For anything, but. Jesus Christ. Yeah, well, I, have to, I have to say, like, when you listen back, Kat, there will be a slam at one point when we're listening to the ghost voice, uh, because I literally, when I heard the first, like, I dropped my phone on this desk. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I literally, I went, no, stop it. Turn it off. So yeah. that's what that is. That's yeah, not- also, I like how Noah was like, nope, not turning it off. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I have to suffer through it in editing. The first time I heard it, I literally took, I, I edit with like noise canceling headphones. I literally threw them off my head onto the desk because it, it, it sent chills straight through my body. Like it cut right yeah. through me. I can imagine like, like that, like, and Rebecca's reaction too. like, we were expecting to hear it. I can't imagine, you know, it just yeah, being completely off guard. It's weird. It, it's happened so much that our fans were like, it's on other episodes, but I'm editing so much so consistent or um so much now i haven't had time to go back and track all the episodes and i feel mm-hmm. bad because our fans are like check here check here check here and i'm like thanks for listening oh I'll do my best <laughs> i may have recorded like our faces while you played those just to get everyone's reaction so <laughs> listen that's fair I just don't know how clear that was. I'm like so shocked of how yeah. good that audio was. Like for us, we've had like a couple of episodes where there's certain parts of our stories where like our voices get kind of like morphed and like yeah, 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 yeah. I think I'm like, oh well, maybe it was just like our audio equipment logically. But I always look back and I go through every single episode and I like check everything before, even if like I don't edit as much. I always make sure that everything is clean and it's not until it gets put out there and then I don't listen to it again it's our boo things that say hey did you listen to this part of the episode where just your voice morphed into something different and we'll listen like yeah that did not sound like that when I was doing editing so very very weird stuff super spooky well Lily before we jump to any more clips or anything have you come to a conclusion on your ghost story Well, so my thing is, I have a few stories, and the one that I went for in our first Encounters episode, I think, is actually my sleep paralysis story, um, which is actually a very long one, and I, but I do have, I think I told Rebecca this, I know I told you this, I don't know if it was on the podcast or in person, just like the two of us, um, about something that actually happened to me recently, that was just bananas insane. So like, it's up to you two, like which one, if you want to hear the more emotional story or if you want to hear the fucking sleep paralysis nightmare story. 
I want the bananas insane, but I'll let JJ and Kat obviously. Yeah, I kind of want to know what this recent story is. Yeah, I've never heard of it myself. So we're I'm breaking right spooky news. So, for those of you who don't know, I know Rebecca knows this, but I lost someone very important to me in October. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really tough. So maybe it was November. No, it was October, and. It was really, really tough. And, you know, I, I struggled and blah, 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 the sad shit, right? So his birthday was in December. And I remember I went to work. It was a tough day. And I was at my parents' house. I came home. I was just a wreck. So I, I came back to my parents' house. And I literally, I ran up into my room after like a long day at work and I just like collapsed and I was crying so hard because I had been waiting for a sign. Mm -hmm. I had met with a medium, nothing, but you know, I met with him so soon after that they say, you know, in the afterlife, like, you know, you kind of want to give it some time for, you know, the person's spirit to, you know, kind of get accustomed to, you know, not being alive, at least, you know, in this dimension or whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. So I hadn't gotten anything. I had kind of gotten, you know, kind of like the weird, you know, like on the radio, you know, I think about him and I turn the radio on and one of his favorite songs is playing. You know what I mean? Like that, you know, kind of stuff, but that could easily also just be ruled out as a coincidence, you know? And so I wasn't kind of seeing, you know, the mirror. Oh, wow. You know, every stage, you know, like three out of my five preset stations, you know, are playing like Elton John that's insane but it you know might not be a sign it might just be rocket man is doing really well on fucking amazon prime so they're all playing elton john i don't know that was the elton john movie right yeah yes okay anyways but i was waiting you know and trying you know and saying out loud like i need a sign for me like I, i want to hear from you i want to see you and it was his birthday and I, I think I had messaged his mom on my lunch break at work and, you know, talked, you know, about him and memories and everything and sent my wishes that I hoped they were all doing well. And I came home and I just ran into my room and was just bawling and my mom came up and I was in the middle of my bed and my mom kind of sat on the side of my bed. And I just buried my head in her lap. and was just crying, crying, crying. And the way my room is set up is, so I'm actually at my parents' house right now so that my roommate doesn't blast her emo music while we're trying to record, which has happened in the past. Yeah. Um, so I'm in an office right now. And basically you can go through and there's a bathroom with a door to my room. And then my room also has its own door. So my mom had come in and sat down on my right. And there's a door to my left. And I'm crying and crying, just wishing I had heard from him, you know, all those emotions that go through your mind on the birthday of, you know, especially the first birthday, a few months after you lose someone. And I felt someone sit down on my left. And you know how like you, you know, like if you're looking at a computer screen and someone comes up behind you, like you don't have to, you know, see them or hear them. Like you could just feel they're there. Mm -hmm. 
I thought my dad had sat down next to me. Like it felt, I felt the weight on the bed and I felt like someone was there. And I thought it was my dad. Like he had heard me, you know, he knew what day it was. And he had come through a side that you can't hear the door creak. That door doesn't creak and it's tiled. There's no, you know, so I, I just figured he had snuck in and there was no one next to me. Wow. And out of nowhere, I kind of felt just, I don't even know how to describe it, honestly. It's like, you know how when, like, you really miss your grandma, you know, and you see her and she's like, oh, sweetie. And she gives you that hug and you just feel comforted and at peace. Mm -hmm. I got that feeling. And it it only lasted for about 12 seconds of there was someone there. You know, I felt someone there. I felt better. I looked over and there was no one there. Mm -hmm. And when I realized that, I had a beat of, okay, I'm okay. And then I realized what had happened and I like shot up and was like, what the fuck? And I explained to my mom and she was like yeah like it was him it has to have been because I had been getting these kind of vibes I guess I don't know if I'll call them signs but I had been getting these vibes you know of the music and the references and all this stuff I was like nah like it's not a sign there's no way it's a sign like I'll believe it when I see it right and I didn't see it but I felt it clear as day there was someone sitting next to me I'm looking this way, but I felt the mat, like I felt the mattress move down. And it wasn't like, you know, when you're laying down at night and like a spring in your mattress pops, you know, unless you have like a Tempur-Pedic, which congratulations on like being bougie, but like some of us have spring mattresses here and you know, like a spring will like pop in the middle of the night. You're like, Oh, Oh God, it was just a spring, but it's like an isolated brief moment. Like this was a progression of the bed going down. Right. I don't know how to describe it, but yeah, there was someone there. And even, you know, it might not have been him, but there was someone there. I swear, I can swear that I felt that. And I felt that kind of ease for a moment of like, I'm okay. It's okay. Like kind of, you know, like washed over me. And then I felt it. And then I realized what I was feeling. And I was like, what the hell just happened? And I tried to rationalize, you know, and I sat there and I talked to my mom. I was like, you know, wasn't dead, right? He's at work, you know, the dog has little legs, can't even get up on the bed. So what the fuck was that? I don't even, like, I'm not here to say who it was or wasn't, but there was something there and someone was there to comfort me on his birthday. Well, and I'm happy. Thank you for sharing that. I'm so sorry for your loss, but that's amazing that you got to experience that. And I think, you know, I've always struggled with being like, okay, people say you'll see heart-shaped rocks or like ladybugs. (laughs) butterflies or coins or and and like but the thing is if you do see them and it brings you joy and it brings you peace and it makes you think of that person you lost like why not you know so exactly and that's uh those those songs yeah that's you know that's a conversation I had with my aunt who had gone through something similar around my age you know when you know she called me and we had talked a couple of times and 
she said, she was like, listen, you know, I, you know, was talking, you know, and I talked to my therapist about it and he was like, you know, it's, you know, your brain is going to try to rationalize, you know, you may think you hear him call you, you know, call your name. You may even think you see him in a crowd. That's mm-hmm. all normal, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, like, you know, and I, I told my aunt, I was like, listen, like there've been a bunch of his favorite songs playing on the radio. And she's like, yeah, like, you know, that, you know, and she said exactly what you said, Kat, which is if it brings you peace, you know, you know, to say he's sending me love and a sign, like mm-hmm. that could, that's very well it. But I really wanted to, you know, because I am, you know, and, and Rebecca, I think all of us here do have a little bit of, at least a little bit of skepticism in us, you know, of, you know, we don't want to just sit there and say, oh, the floor creek, the ghost's name is Tommy. Like, no, you know, you want it to have substance. And, you know, when I heard those songs, you know, it ultimately made me sad, you know, because I would think of him and, and then I, you know, I would think, you know, is this a sign? Is this not a sign? But, you know, that day of his birthday, you know, I told my mom, I, I messaged his mom that night. And I was like, listen, like this thing happened. And she was like, yeah, we've been having it. You think you feel him? It's him. Wow. So that's really, I mean, yeah, I, I, like I said, you know, I don't even know if it was, you know, the person who I lost or, you know, an aunt who I loved very much who had passed away, you know, a while ago, if it was her like, Oh, Lily, it's okay. Like, I I don't know. You know, I'm not at Liberty to say who it was because I don't know who it was, but there, there was something and it's equal parts, you know, upsetting and comforting to know that there, you know, whoever it was, whatever it was, there was someone there for me who, you know, could comfort me without saying anything, without, you know, patting my head like my mom was, who's, you know, the ultimate person who gives me, you know, comfort is my mother, you know, who calmed me down when my like saving grace couldn't. That's, that's my story. Well, yeah, thanks for sharing. That's, um, I think like, you know, like you and Kat were both saying, it it is, I think ultimately, it doesn't matter what happened, really. I mean, it's it's what you felt through that, and hopefully it brought you some comfort. But, you know, the fact that it sounds like their family was having similar experiences, and you literally felt a presence next to you, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, you know, and I was thinking about what my aunt had said about, you know, her hearing that, you know, maybe you hear him or see him you know, but it wasn't, you know, that it was, you know, cause right away I thought, Oh, that's here. Right. But then I felt comfortable, you know, and it was, you know, not, I don't know. And it happened so fast too. It's not like I was sitting there taking notes about what happened. It was just like, Oh, you're trying. You're better. Yeah. Well, sometimes cat's pillow moves around when she sleeps. So that's basically yes. the same thing. Duh. <laughs> Well, no, no. I was being sarcastic. Okay, okay JJ is like, no. I swear, I have. Usually, I wake up so easily, and there's some nights for some reason. I know I'm crazy, but I just move all my pillows, and I just sleep like a flat, like flat on the bed without a pillow. Here I am thinking you actually had a haunted pillow store you were withholding. Oh, she does have I one. Was like cat, where's the ha- no, right? Well, so I would. Well, no, no, no. This is the story. So I would move the pillows to the floor because I wanted to sleep flat on the bed. And the next morning, it would be perfectly back under my head again every time. And, oh, I see. Uh, 
And I, I, when I, I usually move, if I move in my sleep, I wake up or if JJ moves, he'll sleep or, you know, we'll wake each other up. I, I guarantee if I had reached off the bed to pick up the pillow and put it behind my head, mm-hmm. no, I would have woken up and you would have felt it. Well, maybe, maybe not. Also, I just want to point out that you do talk in your sleep. So I don't think it's so unusual that you might, <laughs> while being asleep or half asleep, might pick up a pillow from off the floor and put it behind your head. Okay. It's just hard for me to believe. I would rather think that the old lady ghost is taking care of me, you know? Maybe. Yeah, I, you know what? Yeah. yeah. I like to think so. Yeah. Maybe, you know, and maybe if you show some appreciation, you'll wake up the next morning. There will be some like breakfast in bed that <laughs> the ghost made for you. Yeah. That would be awesome. JJ, that would be so cool. All right. <laughs> it, it, was, it was the ghost lady and we're very appreciative. Thank you. Well, I appreciate you guys doing this with us tonight. I know we're probably well over the hour mark at this point, but it's been so fun. It's the time is kind of flown by yeah um, but obviously we don't want to hold you all night so what i would love for y'all to do before um we do end is if you can kind of tell our audience some highlights from your podcast maybe an episode or two you're like this is the one you need to listen to to really get a feel of who we are i will say that i've listened to several of y'all's podcasts um i text cat today and i was like fuck this podcast is fire like it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, so, I'm so excited to listen to it yeah it's it, it's it's really good i mean i i personally would say don't sleep on the first episode i know sometimes people kind of skip over the origin story for these podcasts and they'll kind of do it by topic you know they'll say mm-hmm. oh i like this kind of thing but um don't don't skip that one because not only do you get a good feel of who lily and rebecca are you also get to hear some personal ghost stories from them and just a lot of fun stuff but anyway everything i heard was good but yeah i'll let you guys obviously talk about your own podcast (laughs) you sell it you do it (laughs) well what rebecca and i say is like listen to the first episode or two like you said Noah. right like get to know us and then you know there's a lot of kinks that we need to work out in the first few episodes that if you just skip a few you know and then we're kind of in our groove and kind of have found ourselves and how we want the podcast to sound and all that stuff Rebecca can explain better Rebecca you take it from here (laughs) before before I say anything Lily is there like a specific episode that you like that you think their listeners would maybe want to listen to um I think they might like our spooky story specials that we did over quarantine where we have guests because we did kind of what you guys do you know kind of what y'all do where we see how I so organically worked it into conversation um where we had like you know our some of our listeners and some of our really like loyal followers on and they kind of told their stories and then we also did like a mini kind of episode part to it you know I think those are good what about you Rebecca yeah. Um, again, I think, I, I mean, I hate hearing my voice, especially in the beginning. So I always, when people message us saying, oh, I'm starting from episode one, I'm like, please don't. But like <laughs> at the same time, I'm like, okay, like if you can, if you can stand us at episode one, then you deserve to be here for episode almost probably past a hundred at this point. I don't even know. We probably should have tracked that, but whatever. That's such a, Um, like, if you can love me, then you can love me now. kind of. Exactly. I'm glad you got that reference. I was trying to figure out how to explain it, but yeah. um, Then you just can 
want me at my best or something? It's like, if you can't handle me at my worst, then you can't deserve, then you don't deserve me at my best. Yes. There we That's go. It. That's what it is. Um, but yeah, we have, we talk about everything paranormal. So I would definitely look into like, we did uh, an Area 51 episode right before there was the whole supposed Area 51 raid. Oh God. <laughs> we talked about that a little bit. We talk a lot about like BEK, which is the Black Eyed Kids, which is something interesting as well. Um, we've done a couple. That was a good one because I was scared walking to my car from your place that yeah, day. We did two episodes on it. So we did we one did. in our first season and then one in our third. So you guys yeah. got both. Um, we've done episodes on cryptids. If you guys are interested in Bigfoot or um, we did an episode with one of our boo things where we, they talked about Mothman. So mm-hmm. we kind of have a little bit for everybody. So it kind of is up to your listeners of what they choose to listen to that day. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for recommending those. I feel like and I don't want this to be our final goodbye. So we need to like do this again or check back in. Yes. Soon or like sometimes we'll do like events or have guest hosts on. So that would be fun yeah. to stay in touch for that kind of mm-hmm. thing. We just have to do like an IG live where we like read stories together and just kind of have it like our two Instagrams together. So that'd, that'd be cool. We've never done that. Yeah. We did it for Halloween and it was mm-hmm. pretty it was pretty successful. So and with that, I'm Noah Daniels. I'm JJ. I'm Kat. I'm Rebecca. I'm Lily. Ooh. I felt that in my soul. That was great. Thank you so much for having us. That was really so fun. Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the roll of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts.